Hello, and welcome to the Nerdiest Podcast, where nerds talk about nerdy things. I'm one of your incredible hosts, Mr. Jackson Glass, and I'm here with, as always, the incredible, second place, sexiest man alive, Mr. Nick Barrett. That's right. How are you today, uh, I lost to Ryan Reynolds. Um, I'm good. I am a little tired because I actually have to pack for my trip home because I'm going home for Christmas break. Mm. So I have to like pack and all that as soon as we finish yeah. recording, but also edit this episode as soon as we finish recording <laughs> so that way it can be out on time. Um, so life is busy and <laughs> that is a constant that will never change. Amen, brother. I had a thought last night where it was, I love Christmas. December is my favorite month of the year. But God, give me a break. No, no, <laughs> Let no, me honestly, go to sleep. <laughs> Let me sleep. No? Let me sleep. sleep. Oh, okay. So there is, I feel like I get to a point near the end of December where I'm just like, I need to go back to normal. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. And I, uh, no, that's what December 26th mm-hmm. through the 31st is. Yeah. Well, it's just back to normal. I actually, I call that week Christmas hangover. Where everyone is just like, well, what do I do now? But that's actually a lawless land of when Santa cannot see if you're good or bad. So it's kind of like You can do purge. whatever you want. It's the morally gray week of the year. <laughs> it's like Christmas purge. So yeah, just do take with that you want. as you, you want. Will. To, like, be good all year so that Santa will bring you a gift. And then if you really still want to shove your grandma down the stairs, go. <laughs> just what? right down the Sorry, stairs. Sorry, Grammy. But December twenty fifth, as soon as your present is delivered, down the stairs. If we're honest, like that last week from December to New Year, kind of feels like an apocalypse because like all the stores are empty. It's always like gray outside. Everyone is like exhausted by that point. So it is. It is, it is like being. It's like The Walking Dead. Um, that's actually fine. wait. No, 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 no. That starts on December twenty seventh because December twenty sixth <laughs> is when you go and do all your returns. Exchanges. All your returns. All that stuff. It's when you and spend your gift cards. That, yeah, yeah. Spend all your gift cards on the yeah. gifts that you thought you were going to get, but you didn't. Um, speaking of which, I actually put a fail safe in my in my Christmas presents. Uh, by the way, we will get to No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Believe me, we both have a lot of things to say. Just give me but, two seconds. Uh, my mom called me the other day and she was like, hey, I got 50 bucks from one of your relatives for a Christmas gift. What kind of gift card do you want? And I was like, oh, I'll take a GameStop gift card. Because I'm like, yeah, oh. you know, there's a ton of games coming out next year, and I'll buy them eventually. Them eventually like, it'll get yeah. used. And she was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'll use it eventually. Um, and then are I thought sure? to myself, I was like, if I don't get Mario Party, which is like one of the only games I put on my list, if I don't get Mario Party, then I've got 50 bucks down on going to get Mario I'm Party. Saying, but so, we're at, like, if you're a Nintendo Switch fan, a $50 gift card will get you... Most of a game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Most of a game. I mean, listen, the way I see it is I'm only paying 10 bucks for a brand new game. Hey. So. Hey, I'm saying. Hey, you know what I did yesterday? You know what I did two days ago? You want to know what I did yesterday? You know what I did two days ago? You want to know what I did yesterday? I saw No Way Home. Oh my gosh, that's what I did yesterday. Whoa, that's you crazy. Serious? It's almost like... like a- we should do a podcast about that. Yeah, we should. Uh, that's not what we were going to talk about today, but, you know, we probably could. You know, okay. Well, since Just I saw change topics mid-episode. Yeah, yeah. I well, mean, it, it was a movie. I definitely have things yeah. I want to say about it. We were going to talk you know? about musical movies, but I guess we'll have to push that to next year. Yeah. So, 
2022 problems, am I right? Yeah, whatever. You see, I'm kind of setting myself up for failure the way I say next year, but really that's next week. So, <laughs> well, two weeks. But... Technically, yes. Yeah. Um, I will say, for anyone listening to No Way Home, we're just going to jump straight into spoilers. Mm-hmm. Consider this your spoiler warning. If you haven't seen the movie and you don't want to be spoiled, why the heck did you even press play on this episode <laughs> before you saw the movie? You knew hey. exactly what to expect. We Thank shouldn't have to market play. spoilers. Thank you for pressing play, even though you didn't see the movie. We love you, but go watch it. Yeah, go watch the movie. It's and worth then come seeing back. spoiler free. Yes, like as I will if say, anyone that. That has is... seen it spoiler free. <laughs> I mean, I didn't see it spoiler free. Somebody put freaking Spanish spoilers on one of my Twitter posts, like my uh, right, goodbye you... Twitter post. This is someone the... put the spoilers on it. This and is I was like, man, this is the point. Stop right here, spoilers. No, they should have stopped. So a while Tom ago. Holland dies. <laughs> oh man, I was literally about to say. So guys, Spider Man dies. <laughs> dies. I mean, I mean, I mean <laughs> Loki. Peter Parker dies um, in a sense. It's so funny because I saw it with my whole family, and Sam's my older sister. She essentially watched it spoiler free because she didn't keep up with anything. <laughs> anything that she was knew the best of, way to watch this movie. Anything she knew about it was from me. So I need. General thoughts, go. General thoughts for me. On the spot. So. No deliberating, go. I have not been so excited for a movie in literal years. I think the last time I was this excited for a movie was probably The Force Awakens. Maybe Infinity War. Like, this this was a big deal to me. And I was legitimately, like, we were about to leave and I could not sit still. I was, like, this six-year-old kid that was about to get ice cream. Like, I was, like, no way home. And I was the most excited person in my family. We went to the theater. I saw a couple people that I actually knew uh, there. It was like, this was like an event. I was like, these, like, I am going to experience this movie in the theater with a ton of other people. It will be a spiritual experience. And so I went in, saw trailers, and I was like, all right, Uncharted, who cares? Um, Tom Holland is kind of being typecast, but I'll talk about that later. I think Uncharted is his last movie for a while. I kind of he said he was taking a break from acting. I kind of feel like it should be because we've gotten like a lot of Tom Holland saturation. I'd hate to end up hating him, but anyway, it started like that Marvel thing came on, and it it, like opened with like Jake Gyllenhaal's voice, and I was like, (gasps) "It's happening!" And it started, and I was thrilled. To say the least, I was, like, giddy throughout the whole thing. I, kid you not, had to have cried eight separate times. Like, it's different. Eight separate times in this movie. There was a, it was an emotional roller, I mean, like, tears down my face crying. So, yeah, I was very emotionally invested. Like, so, like, I was engrossed in this movie. I was Spider-Man No Way Home. You know those memes you see? <laughs> you know those memes you see where it's, like, 11-year-old me leaving the theater, completely changing my personality to fit the main character? Like, I, I was... Like, the world didn't exist for, like, two You were depressed. Hours. Nobody knows who you were. <laughs> you lost your girlfriend and your aunt and everyone and you was, knew well, in the same It was day? more of, like, I absorbed everything from the movie, and it became who I was for about three hours. Like, that was... 
I was no way home. So, so you just lived out the duration of the movie yes. after you saw yes. it. Okay. Like I like I was on such a high. And so when when uh where he goes, I just wanna see he's like, I just wanna see Peter Parker and does the portal and then like there's a Spider Man at the end and then it's like and so he gets closer and I would I went like like I like rose up a little and then like it came out and it was obviously like not Tom Holland. It's like hold on, hold on and then Toby came out and he got a lot older <laughs> from the original Spider Man that he was in, but he still looks great. And like the Spider Man banter between all of them was so funny and like the all the villains were really cool. Like I felt like years of closure together with like all of the different spider-mans and their villains and like william defoe's performance was phenomenal that man is 66 years old and did all of his own stunts let me tell you he's a legend like deeply engrossed i was i felt like tom holland spider-man was like done so much justice and i was impressed they did him they managed to make it about him and not about everything else that was happening and i was really impressed by that i have a couple problems with the movie it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows no way so i liked the second half of the movie a lot better than the first half um the first half to me, at points, I felt like it was just a montage to set up the second half. Um, I felt like it was going really fast, and it was just, like, information dump to, like, make... So that we could have the big reveal of, like, these like the sp- other Spider-Men. And so I wasn't a huge fan of that, but, like, I was still really engrossed. And I feel like... Um, I I go back and forth on if I liked the ending... Because on one hand, you know, he had to do what was what he had to do. He had to have every he had to give up everything he loved to save them all. And that is essential. That is like the essence of Spider-Man. But I also think that he him and MJ are like the greatest couple ever. And like they had their huge emotional scene before. And so I was kind of crushed that they couldn't be together. But that also means, like, I also love an unconventional ending, so... I don't know. This movie... It gets a 10 out of 10 from me. It is so good. And I'm ready for you to just completely disagree. <laughs> completely disagree. I read your letterbox right. review, and I'm I'm emotionally preparing myself for you to hurt my feelings. Swinging in the... Comp- <laughs> no pun intended... Uh, swinging in the complete opposite direction. This movie was a train wreck of a mess. No. Yes. No, 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 no. no. Like, no. starting from the halfway point, this movie, like, it just got, it went down in terms of quality. Straight down. And let me tell you why. It was great to see, like, Basically, the conclusion of the whole, like, Mysterio leaking Spider-Man's, um, like, revealing that, oh, he's Peter Parker. Like, oh, obviously, we've waited two years, and there was that whole debacle with Sony, so we thought we, we're never going to get it. 
Um, so it was nice to see the conclusion to that. Um, but then after that, like, it just felt like there were a lot of contrivances that didn't make sense. Like, for example, I remember when the trailer initially came out and, like, Doctor Strange messed up the spell. They were like, okay, well, Peter, why don't you just go tell those people that you're Spider-Man? Well, then they explain, oh, the spell is a lot deeper than that. You basically just get wiped from existence. Like, you never existed. So you can't do that. So... And, of course, Peter's like, hey, um, and he keeps, like, adding people, which is what screws up the spell. Why didn't Doctor Strange just, like, after the first edit, be like, okay, hold on. Who do you want to know that you are Spider-Man? And who do you not want to know that are Sp- you are Spider-Man? Let's get that out of the way right now, and then I will continue to start the spell over again. Instead of starting and stopping it over and over again every single time, which is what caused he it to break. He already started. No, he but couldn't. what I'm saying... Is like he could have canceled the spell and been like, okay, actually, no, we're not going to do it. And then start it over. Sorry. I don't know. What I'm saying is there's a much easier way around that. Same for at the end. Why couldn't he have cast the, the actual spell that Peter wanted where everyone except this focus group of people knows that he is Spider Man and he still exists? It's not like MJ and Ned knowing that Peter Parker is Spider-Man or even that Peter Parker exists is not like it. That's not what was causing the cracks in the multiverse. So the whole like ultimate sacrifice thing was kind of unnecessary and overblown because it didn't need to be that serious. Like it's almost like they artificially made it that serious because I don't know. I feel like the ending of this movie I think Sony had a lot to do with it because essentially what they did when you think about it is they removed Spider-Man from the MCU entirely. I mean, because none of the Avengers remember that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, so they don't know how to get in contact with him. He has no connection to friends, family, anything. He has essentially been removed from the MCU and now Sony is free to do whatever they want. Which is probably what they wanted from the get-go. And Disney was probably like, you know what? Yeah, sure. We're sick of fighting with you over it. We got our MCU Spider-Man movies that we wanted. Go ahead. Take them. Do your Spider-Man and Venom or whatever you want to go do. And we'll move on. So, and, like, I was watching the movie, and I think one of the bigger things for me is, like, I don't know. It just felt like there was something missing. Like... When Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire showed up, everyone else in the theater was like, oh my god, it's oh my god, it's oh my god! Mm -hmm. And I was just kind of sitting there like, okay. Like, I don't know. They're here. I I, I don't know what you want me to say. Like, I think this is... They're here. I blame... I say this is the curse of film Twitter. This is the curse of movie hype. The facts, do you, have you have reacted any different if you had not heard a single thing about this movie? Yeah, definitely. I mean. But that stands about every movie, not just this one in general. And even with all of the speculation about them being in the movie or not online, it still wasn't a confirmed dead at, like, Mm -hmm. dead set thing until they were actually in the movie. Yeah. And... And I'm going to be honest with you, I think for me personally, I didn't want them in the movie. I don't think they added enough to the movie that it fundamentally changed 
the direction of the film. Yeah. Because there, and the one scene that really like bothered me was when, you know, Tom Holland is beating the crap out of Green Goblin because he killed Aunt May and all that. Mm -hmm. And he's about to like John Walker this dude with the glider. No, I saw that. I I was like, Falcon and Winter Soldier parallels? Tobey Maguire just shows up, grabs the thing, looks at him, and Tom Holland's like, oh yeah, okay, fine. Like total like 180 character shift because you looked at me funny. Like what? Well, what? Do you not remember his whole speech about he was like, I want, yeah, I wanted him dead too. And I got what I wanted and it didn't help. Do you not no, remember that? No, I understand that? that, but still. That was him saying. That's a 180 character shift in like 30 <laughs> that seconds. That was him saying. Less than 30 seconds. Th- this is him pulling him back to reality saying, don't do this. Still too quick. He still gave up on that whole thing way too quick. No. Um, <laughs> another thing. Um, I don't like that, that MJ and Peter didn't end up together. That really bothered me. And that I feel like that really detracted from my enjoyment of the film because Tom Holland and Zendaya are so good together. They are. Like, inc- they have incredible not just chemistry. in real life, but like in the movie, they had great chemistry. I was really rooting for them. So that and is something like, I agree with. I think I will say they need to do, and, and I think they needed to end up together because all of the other Spider-Mans, like the whole point of having the other two Spider guys there, was to like give them closure like fully wrap them up and let you see that they're okay and i feel like he tom holland spider-man didn't end okay i really think they should have ended up together i agree i think one of the scenes that like i really like really enjoyed was when mj fell off the building and like tom couldn't catch her and then andrew runs off grabs her and he's standing at the bottom crying because he's like I couldn't do this for myself, so I did it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, which then, of course, then feels totally undercut because they don't end up together anyway, so it wouldn't have mattered if okay, she lived or died. Okay, No, it does matter if she lived or died. No, it doesn't. It literally was, doesn't matter. No, she was happy. If she happy. died and he cast she was the spell, happy. it wouldn't she have went, mattered. She was happy because she went to MIT. Now, that's an okay? interesting... This is an interesting question. If someone died... And then he did the spell. Would they still be alive? I don't think so. No. They, she still would have been dead. Yeah. Because all the spell did was make, like, erase Peter Parker from existence. She deserves to live. <laughs> I'm not saying she doesn't deserve to live, but what I'm saying is the emotional weight of Andrew Garfield saving Zendaya from falling and dying was the fact that, like, he couldn't save the love of his life. And he saved Tom Holland's love well, of that's his life. The but the emotional weight is undercut when you don't have them end uh, up together. It no. doesn't matter. Well, the emotional weight is ex- the emotional is, weight mattered for five minutes. The emotional weight before is they undercut it in it's the movie. heightened because they couldn't end up together, and that's so no, sad. that doesn't heighten it. That takes it away. <laughs> no, it does not. It takes it away. It does not heighten at all it takes it away and it minuses it anyway moving on i hate the spell at the end seems really dumb and it seems like marvel's way of saying if we do make another trilogy with tom holland great if not well we got our conclusion and we have a logical write-off as to why he's not in any of the avengers movies so (laughs) i need to know what you thought of the villains i didn't like them because i I thought either because i think that they didn't need Sandman. They didn't need 
the lizard and they didn't need electro really like okay maybe electro a little more than the others but like i think uh norman osborne was like the star of the villains here's my thing no i think that's definitely true i i think performance wise uh willem dafoe did a great job um but here's the thing I feel like, of course, in Homecoming, we had the Vulture. Mm-hmm. And then in Far From Home, we had Mysterio. And here, it's just kind of like... It almost felt like they couldn't come up with an original new villain that was in the comics. So they just kind of took all the other ones. I think it would have been a, if they didn't do Sandman or the Lizard or maybe Electro. Jamie Foxx did a great job, but like... I don't really... He was kind of just kind of there and was like, I like this. And then they killed him. And so... Or he he just, like, went home. I think Mysterio should have come back. I think that would have had a bigger weight for Tom Holland Spider-Man because, like, oh, that's the guy. That's the guy that started all this. And, um... Right. Like, that would have tied into the beginning of the movie. And that's, like, his whole thing is there's always people which... Okay, Daredevil was in the movie, which another unnecessary cameo that I didn't feel needed to be there at all. They could have literally gotten any (sighs) other lawyer, but it had to be Daredevil for some reason. I'm not mad. (laughs) I'm not mad. I just think it was dumb. He didn't have to be there, but I'm not mad that he was there. He was there for five minutes and was gone. Well, when he showed up, because he just kind of shows up, everyone in the theater just kind of went, oh, okay then. And I, I think, I think Nick Fury sent him. That's what I think. I, I think, I think Nick Fury sent him. <laughs> I don't, because here's the thing. I think the only reason Daredevil was in this movie, and I understand the, him being in the movie is a big deal, because the Netflix Daredevil show has been up in the air on whether or not it's like truly canon to the mm-hmm. MCU. So Daredevil as a character has been up in the air on whether or not he's canon in the MCU. So that's what this was, mm-hmm. was setting up him as canon in the MCU. Now, what I'll say, like, oh, shoot. Uh, sorry, I blanked there for a second. Um, what I was saying is, like, something Daredevil told Peter was like, hey, yeah, your legal case is fine. Like, you're not going to go to jail or anything. But there is going to be this court of public opinion where there's some people who are like, yeah, Spider-Man, you're great. You did nothing wrong. And then there's the other side of the coin, which is Spider-Man, you suck. Mysterio did nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. And I think they did not explore that at all. Like the only, the only way they explored that was J Jonah Jameson constantly heckling Spider-Man. That was it. Mm -hmm. That was the only way, which is, which regardless of whether or not he was framed for murdering Mysterio, J Jonah Jameson was going to do that either way. Cause that's what he does. He just heckles Spider-Man. He is the villain of Spider-Man. I mean, Loki. so the pictures of Spider-Man. Yeah, I think I don't know. I feel like it didn't like the villains didn't really add anything to the movie. I mean, obviously they did, mm-hmm. and the whole like oh Peter wants to help them all, but like if you were gonna do the Sinister Six instead of using the old ones, why not just make MCU versions of these characters like? Why don't we get an MCU version of Doc Ock or Electro or the Lizard or Sandman or yeah. Green Goblin? Like, 
instead of using the old ones, because using the old ones almost felt like their cop-out ticket for having the other two Spider-Men in the movie. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of what brought it down for me. Um, Another thing, which I was talking to my friends about this after, and I think one of the reasons this movie didn't hit with me as well as it did some other people is because I never had an intense emotional or, like, intense connection at all to any of the other Spider-Man movies. Mm. So, like, I can acknowledge, oh, Alfred Molina is coming back as Doc Ock. Whoa, he's That's the guy great. from the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Or Electro is from the, the mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man. But it's not, like, this big thing for me. Yeah. I, like... Tom, the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies are legendary. Like, he like he just does such an incredible job. And, like, everyone, like, really put those films together really well. But then, like, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man films have, like, a classic feel to them that I feel like a lot of people really enjoy and a lot of people grew up with. So I, I haven't seen the Spider-Man 3. I was, like, back when it was, like a big thing to like stay away from spider-man 3 like so i haven't seen that one but those other two like i used to really love watching and like even before i was a big marvel fan so i did like seeing him in there was like really nice um and i was never a big fan of the amazing spider-man i don't think that like andrew garfield is a great actor but i don't i don't like his portrayal of in his movies I think this movie was the best Spider-Man movie that he's been in. <laughs> mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I don't know. I think I thought it was a little dumb how far he was going to go to heal the villains because it was like, oh, I'm it's like I'm going to save them. That like I'm like sorry Doctor Strange, stay in the mirror dimension while I try to heal these people. And it's like it was sweet, but also, like, bruh, like, it costs you everything. Like, you need to just, like, send them back. <laughs> and I see I see what they were doing where it was like, oh, it's in his character. Like, he just wants to heal everyone, and he wants to mm-hmm. save them. And that's the dilemma. Like, he wants to save everyone. But I think it could have been a lot easier to just send them back. But we also know that he doesn't have the full context of these villains that we have. He hasn't seen those other movies. Like, he doesn't know. So all, like, that being said, we have to know that these are completely new to him. Like, he he doesn't know all of the bad stuff that's going on. These are just, like, people to him. And I think that yeah. may be a little, that may have gotten a little lost in translation because of how much, like, we've studied all these other movies. Mm-hmm. And another thing I want to say about the villains is, like, they felt, they didn't feel like villains in the sense of being antagonists towards Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. The only one who felt like an antagonist was Green Goblin. Because he was the only one who genuinely did bad well, things. Well, Doc Ock was a protagonist. He legitimately was, like, a good guy for most of that movie. <laughs> right. Aside from, like, the stuff in the beginning where he was fighting on the bridge, which was mm-hmm. really dope. Yeah, was um, really dope. <laughs> you know, he didn't really do villainy stuff. Or, yeah. yeah, like, he just, like, even in the end, like, he shut down Electro and... 
and all that. And it was just kind of like... Well, I say the same thing about Electro. Like... Electro didn't do anything bad. Like, he just, like, was like, I want an arc reactor so I can have more energy and just destroy the world or whatever. And that's kind of the problem with this movie is that it requires full context. Right. And so the contextuality of Spider-Man is starting to just, like... It, it's the context starts to become the plot. Now, you could say Electro's a bad guy, but if you've never seen those other movies, the only reason you know he's a bad guy is because they say he's a bad guy. You don't really see him do anything that bad. Um, and I have a problem with that, but I can still, I still see where it's coming from, where it's like. All villains were just normal people at one point. So, I don't know. I thought I thought there was too many villains, but I see why they were there. Another thing is, like, I feel like this movie would have been better off without that second trailer. Like, leave it to the first one where they show Alfred Molina coming back mm-hmm. as Doc Ock, right? Don't do the second trailer at all, where they confirm that the... Re- like, it was up in the air, like, mm-hmm. oh, well, if Alfred Molina is back, then it stands to reason that everyone else would be, too. Which is a logical conclusion. Yeah. But they should have left that up in the air. Yeah. Because that second trailer, like... If I can... And, you know, yeah. they really did a bad job with that trailer, because the, the, de- the dead so giveaway bad. was when um, the lizard got his head kicked, which, by the way... I saw that second trailer saw... for No Way Home like two or three more times in the theater and they fixed it. Ooh. They went See, back and took it out. I'm I'm so baffled by the marketing for this movie because it was so low quality. It was. The posters How... all sucked the posters except for like two sucked. or three of them. Now that one where he's like, almost it's almost spider-verse-esque where he's like sitting on the building and there's like all the hate posters like that one was dope the one we used for this episode was pretty good too yeah yeah yeah. but all the other ones were just crappy photoshop like characters being pulled in like i can do better (laughs) in front of a stock photo of the bridge like those posters were trash and then there were so many problems with like it looked like all the trailers were just thrown together in like It was just, like, whatever random shots. And this is a problem I have with movies in general, not just this movie. I think the trailer should be different from the movie. Now, what I mean by that is the trailer should not tell you what's happening in the movie. It should tell you what the movie is about. Right. And so when I see a movie and there are trailer shots in the movie... I say that's a trailer shot and it feels cheap like that. Like I saw where they went in and like he kicked the lizard in the movie. I saw that. Yeah. But I've seen that before and it felt very cheap. And this isn't just with no way home. Like all movies do this. They like, and I think Marvel has gotten really bad at movie trailers where they're just like, well, hold on, hold on. This is not a Marvel problem. This is Sony problem. Sony handled all of the marketing for this movie. Not Marvel. Okay. Marvel is really good about showing and not showing mm-hmm. stuff. 
for the trailer. I mean, look how they advertised Endgame, Far From Home. I mean, that's true. Um, well, actually, no. They I guess they wouldn't have done Far From Home. Well, but you see my point. To be fair, yeah, no, you're right. Infinity War had, n- like, almost nothing like this. Infinity War had two trailers. The second one was infinitely more hype than the first one. Endgame had one genuine trailer, and that's it. Yeah. This really... And I feel like... Yeah, this is Sony's fault. Because <laughs> I know some movies need more advertising than others, right? Like, movies like, I don't know, what's a movie I saw recently? Ghostbusters. Like, Ghostbusters needs a little more advertising than No Way Home. No Way Home, they could have sh- showed no trailers, and they still would have made the exact mm-hmm. same amount of money as they did showing two trailers. Like, you did not need to convince anyone to go see this movie. No, no. And that's part of the problem is... In that second trailer, they show way too much. Like, they confirm all of the... They confirm all of the other, like, villains coming back. They show all the stuff, and I'm like, do we really do we really need to see that? Like, no. I don't know. It felt kind of dumb. And uh, to, like, pivot totally back in a different direction... <laughs> Uh, to go back to the other two Spider-Men, I don't like how they showed up in the movie. Really? I really don't. I think it was plot contrived, question mark. Um, because here's the thing. Like, Ned opens up the sling ring. That was fine. That mm-hmm. was cool. Like, Ned being able to open portals. That's cool. I think that's dope. Like, I really um, hope to see more of him doing stuff like that. But the whole, like, show me Peter Parker, and they do it twice, and it's not, like, the same, you know, spider. It's not Tom Holland. And it's like, did they just get brought over when the spell came over, and they did nothing to, like, try and find the other Spider-Man? It had been, like, a solid two days. well, Well, okay, the multiverse had opened. And so when they said, show me Peter Parker, that was Peter Parker. No, 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 no. But according to Andrew and Toby, they had already been there. This wasn't like they were opening a portal Mm -hmm. to a different universe. They were opening a portal to their timeline, their universe. The same way the villains came in. Right. Like, well, actually, no. When I say they were opening a portal, I mean they were opening to the MCU yeah. Like Andrew and Andrew and Toby were already in No Way Home universe. They were already yes. in the MCU timeline. And they I guess like couldn't find Tom Holland for some reason. Like well, I don't know. They didn't know what was going on. This felt like a worse version of Into the Spider-Verse. Oh. No cap. Oh. That's that's mean. <laughs> like, the way Into the Spider-Verse handled multiple spider people, like, they were able to find each other because of the spidey senses mm-hmm. tingling and, like, all that. That Now, none of that, that point, none of that. I agree. I think they handled multiple spider people better in Into the Spider-Verse. But also, I think they're... This, just the banter between the three Spider-Men was, like, legit my favorite part of the movie. Just them, where he, they're like, oh my gosh, you can produce that, like, just right out of your body? And it was, like, it was really funny, and it was crazy, because I was like, this movie does not feel real. I was like, this, like, I cannot believe this was made. And I really, 
in I really like that. I really like yeah. that it's and just crazy. Here's the thing is like shoot, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh. Um the three like the three of them being on screen when they're like masks were off was fine but as soon as they put their masks on because it was so dark i could not tell the difference between the three of them really like i could tell tom apart because yeah. he had like the black and gold but the other two were just the standard blue and red and it was really hard to tell the two of them apart their voices were kind of similar um it's kind of like and this is a weird analogy it's kind of like listening to the coffee time podcast not sponsored <laughs> i can he- i can tell you <laughs> out more so than the other two because I've spent more time with you than I have the, yeah. the other two. And the other two just kind of bleed together and there was no real mm-hmm. distinguishing difference until they took their masks that's off. Fair. And you can obviously see, oh, that's Andrew Garfield under that But mask. I had a... I didn't feel like that. I felt like I could tell... I don't want this to sound weird. I could tell which body was Andrew Garfield. <laughs> like, he... I mean, I feel like you could. He's a little, like, he's taller, a little taller and leaner than Tobey Maguire. Um, I didn't have that problem, and I feel like they like intentionally took their masks off more than usual, like to really... well, yeah, so that they could make that mm-hmm. distinction. And I also I thought it was there was some really stupid moments that I was like, I'm like, I cannot believe this made so like Andrew Garfield, like the Amazing Spider Man is just like cracking the back of the first spider, like he's just like. That was oh, that's nice. That was so funny. Like wh- they're just like buds, and he's like, "Yeah," I, he's like, oh, "I was what it, brothers," and he's like, oh, "I love you guys." So like, thanks. And he, although my favorite line throughout this whole movie is where he's like, "So do you have a suit, or are you just gonna dress like a cool pastor <laughs> the whole time?" No, like, I literally <laughs> I thought of you specifically. I was like, "Oh, he's gonna love that line. That was great <laughs> because it's a great line." <laughs> I don't know. I feel like a lot of my issues from this movie and, you know, maybe I owe it to myself to see it again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I if my friends are listening to this, no shade to you guys. I had a lot of fun. But one of my friends was very loud in the theater, like very audibly <laughs> cheering and all that, which I think ended up overstimulating me oh. like overall. And then that just shut off every, like, that just removed me from the movie and shut everything down. Because I had one friend on one side being super loud. I had another friend on another side being super loud. And then everyone in the audience also, like, as a group being super loud, I think I ended up getting super overstimulated and essentially shutting down. I think that's fair. And I think you so should So I think watch if I again. see it again, I might enjoy it a little more. I'm not saying it's going to rectify all of my problems mm-hmm. that I have with this movie. Like, I'm not saying I'm going to see it and be like, oh, never mind. It is a 10 out of 10. Like, yeah. I think there's still going to be issues with it, but I might enjoy it a little mm-hmm. more. Because I... once we saw it, I was mentally tuned out for the rest of the night. Like, I kept zoning out from conversations. I, like, we went out to eat after and I was sitting at the table, like, just zoned out. Yeah. I wasn't thinking. I wasn't processing. I was just no zoned thoughts, out. Just and they me. asked me a couple times. They're like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I just zoned out. That's all. Um, now, you see, I, I felt when big hype trains are happening and you go to a movie theater that's full of people. I live in a very small town. This theater is never full. 
I saw F9 like the week it opened and was the only one there. Like this theater is never full. And so whenever it is, it's so special because everyone there is on the same train of thought. Everyone mm-hmm. there is going, whoa, or oh my gosh. And um, I sat next to Sam the whole time and she can testify. I was living through the whole movie. I was like, I was like, jump, like I was freaking out. Um, I wasn't being too loud. I was trying not to be rude or distracting. To See, anyone. that's what I was doing too. Like there Just were like, a couple times where I was like, where I would shout and like get super excited. Like, but that was like three times out of the entire movie. Everything else. Cause I, I like being in the environment. Mm-hmm. Like I've said on the podcast on multiple occasions, seeing infinity war and Endgame opening weekend with all of the Marvel fans mm-hmm. an experience. I'll never forget. Oh my gosh. Like that is peak movie theater experience. And I have that here, but I'm not one of those people. I mm. keep it very reserved to myself. I'll be like, Oh my gosh. Whoa. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Whoa. Oh my gosh. What the heck is going yeah. on? Like I'll do like the whispery type voice yeah. stuff, whoa. but I'm not going to be like, Let's freaking Let's go! go! Like, I'm not going to scream at the top no. of my lungs. And there wasn't and, you people know, like that in my theater either. Um, and here's at the, the thing. End, if you someone... enjoy the movie that much, good for, you. good for you. I'm glad you can find that much enjoyment out of the movie. There's nothing wrong that with that. That sounds like a you problem. <laughs> it's just, you might want to bring the volume down just, just a little bit. Like, you're at a 10. We need you at, like, a 5 max. Like... Three is surpassing the normal level you should be at at a movie theater, but you should bring it down to like a five. This sounds like a you problem. Yeah, this sounds... This is, me? Yeah. Oh, I thought, I thought you were saying it no. sounds like a you problem. No, this like is, this everyone is a else. problem. You, oh, this, no, this is definitely a problem with everyone you're Ross else. Ross going, fellas, can we bring it down? got to bring it down a little bit. I, I have think, sensitive ears, okay? Let me tell you. Let me tell you. That, like, when it ended, someone tried to start an applause chain and, like, no one grabbed. And I was like, sorry, guys. That's just not... We did an applause chain at the beginning, uh, but mm. not at the end. You see, Because yes. everyone was, like, shook and waiting for the post-credit yeah. scenes. No, um, we'll talk about the post-credit scene here in just a second. But this reminds me, I was at an event yesterday. I was running sound. And they were like, yeah, it was for a school. And they were like, um... We'd like to acknowledge our two violinists today. And they walked up. And so I started clapping. But apparently that was not a moment for clapping. Oh. Um, because I clap very loud. I always clap very loud. And so I just, there's like, our violinist. And then everyone joined. But she was oh, not okay. done talking. <laughs> so I accidentally she... cut her off with an applause chain, but... Oh, well. It's okay. <laughs> oh, well. It's fine. Um, so that post-credit no scene, as someone who has not seen Venom... Hold on, hold on, hold no, on, no, no. hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, okay. I want to get your thoughts. Okay. Where, like, before we jump into post-credit scenes, where do you think Spider-Man goes from here? Do you think they keep going? Like, obviously they have that um, Spider-Man freshman year that they confirmed back at Disney Plus Day yeah. in November. Um, I'm pretty sure Tom Holland is coming back to do the voice because I think it's animated. I don't think yeah. it's live action. Um, but that's still a couple years away. So I was nervous when they said, oh, we could have Tom for three more movies. And I was like, oh, they you know, did say that. yeah, I was like, I love you. I love Tom Holland. But it's kind of like James Bond where it's like. 
do you need the same one for so many? And I think we just legitimately need a break from Spider-Man, like as a character. Like no, I, I do too. Like actors, I don't like. I have no idea who should be the next Spider-Man. I think we should enjoy the Spider-Man we have now. But we have been saturating. He's been in, so he had his three movies, Civil War. And then Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame. Infinity War, and Endgame. So yeah, he contracted for six movies. So Actually, no. Did he contract for five? And then added on No Way Home later? Because I remember there was a lot of uh, stuff with Sony after Far From Home. What I'm nervous about doing is, a third one. I'm nervous that they're going to say yes, Tom Holland can have three more movies, and then they just give him to Sony. That's what I'm. No, that's definitely what's going to happen. What do you mean? Um, I really hope that doesn't happen. I think we've saturated the Spider-Man market so bad. Um, I mean, because they're like Venom, Morbius, Spider-Man: Far From Home, and I'm like, guys, chill. I mean, Kevin Feige <laughs> did say that Spider-Man Four is in development already, and I was like, oh, great. So Tom Holland's not getting a break. He's what you're telling me. So, because if it's in development, then that means you want it out by 2023. Yeah, which means he'll be filming late next year. <laughs> it's like where where do you go from here? I don't think you should go anywhere from here. I think you're done. I think you're instead done. of because it seemed like the end of this movie was really trying to set up a different thing. And like an, uh, one of one of the things one of my friends pointed out is like this movie apparently segues perfectly into spider-man for ps4 it like does. the video game yeah it does it like because it starts segues in right into that movie yeah. yeah and he's got like the police report scanner thing mm-hmm. so i don't know why they're bleeding it into a video game i don't know how you get a movie from here they're pulling a battlefront to the video game <laughs> Um, Pulling a Battlefront 2 where you had to play the campaign to make any sense of The Last Jedi. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like there was a better way to conclude this movie. Like they could have had the spell work the, the way it should have, air quotes, where like MJ, Ned, Doctor Strange... And all them. Like, even if it wasn't, like, all of the Avengers, if it was just Doctor Strange and then he can explain Mm -hmm. to the other Avengers what the heck is going on. But, like, just... Because imagine, like, if the world forgot who Peter Parker was, he could have had a fresh start, graduated high school, gone to MIT with his friends, and it would have been great. And then you end it there. And that would have been the end. And you can be like, oh, yeah, he's still, like, acting as your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Like, the whole, like, thing that they basically yeah. did at the end of the movie anyway. Um, but add in that he gets to keep his friends. Because you got to think, in this movie, he lost everything. And for what? Yeah. Like, well, and the thing I think that frustrates me most about the spell is if Tony Stark was still alive, he would have forgotten who Spider-Man was. Well, and that was one of the most important relationships that Peter had. Aside from, like, MJ and his aunt. Well, he did, so... <laughs> Tony Stark. Well, no, but, like, if Tony were still alive, and I know, like, the reason they did it this way is because he's not alive, but still, like, you almost essentially, by removing Tom Holland from the MCU this way, you basically erase all of the other movies he's been in. Because you go back and watch them, and now you're like, oh, well, nobody in the present timeline remembers who he is. So, Like, Falcon and Winter Soldier don't remember fighting him in the airport. So, what you're saying is they la-la landed Spider-Man. Yeah, and they, that's why I don't like it. 
That's why I, I do like it. I think it's awesome. Now, I am so sad about his friends because, like, his relationship with them really is incredible. But Spider-Man freshman year sounds like he's going to college. So, like... The way I... the way, I think the way they explain that is freshman year is he's going, like, freshman year of high school. Like, they're doing a know. prequel. Uh, and showing how, like, they're doing that Spider-Man origin story that they didn't do in Homecoming. I don't think they need that. <laughs> I mean, I don't either. I think it would be interesting to do the show. I think it'd be better go to freshman if it was year of college. freshman year of college. But no one listens uh, to me. Yeah, no one yeah. No one listens to us. So, so post-credit scenes, am I right? Uh, how much more can you say? They only had one post-credit scene. What do you mean? So... The fact they had a can post-credit we about, scene in a giant ad. Can we talk about how the second scene was l- just straight up a trailer? <laughs> a trailer that will be online by the end of this month. Yeah. But if it's not, not already. I'm not necessarily mad. I'm just I don't know. I think Oh no, don't get me wrong. I'm super hyped for mm-hmm. Multiverse of Madness, man. I saw Wanda on screen Y'all, and I lost it. That was girl, one of my like three times that I audibly screamed in the theater. My girl was when Wanda back. came on screen. My girl no, Wanda when, was back. When she came on screen, I audibly screamed at the top of my lungs. <laughs> That's my queen. She's back. My queen. Um, because Wanda and Sylvie uh, are the queens of the MCU, and I will not hear any other opinions. Hearing, that I'm is just, fact. Just, that is like, gospel. Do you know? Do you know how long I waited to hear what happened after WandaVision? Like, I know, not, right? Not even a year, but like it feels like a decade. <laughs> like, oh and my I know gosh. Wanda's gonna have like more of a sub role because it is Doctor Strange's movie. Unfortunately, we don't get a whole Wanda movie. That mm. was kind of the point of WandaVision. Well, fair, uh, <laughs> but. It's still going to be great that she's there. Apparently, um, it looked like there was another girl there. I think her name is America Chavez. Yeah. I think. I might be butchering the pronunciation of the last name. Um, But it's going to be her, Wanda, Doctor Strange, and Wong. Um, And also, like, Doctor Strange is evil, question mark? Yeah, from Variant Doctor Strange? Isn't that a What If episode? No, I don't think it's the same one from What If. I don't know. See, this see. This is how you should release trailers. People can't watch. You can only watch them once. Because if exactly. I could go back and watch the trailer again, I could tell you whether or not it's the what if. Yeah, Strange. exactly. <laughs> but since I can't, I'm like, oh, man, is it? I don't know. What if they were never um, released it online? They're like, if you saw No Way Home, you honestly, saw Honestly, though? <laughs> uh, no. What? Wait, hold on. Hold on. Here's a what if scenario for you. They don't release that trailer online. And when it comes time to release a trailer from Multiverse of Madness, they release a completely different trailer. I wouldn't be mad. I would not. Be and mad then at when all. No Way Home comes out on Blu-ray or whatever, they remove the trailer <laughs> as a post-credit scene. <laughs> so like only a select Gone. number of people actually got to see that trailer. Yeah. Of course, it's been like videoed and pirated, and it's online somewhere on um, some random Vimeo link. That yeah, like. <laughs> but no, I think. That would be dope. Like, I'm very excited for the Multiverse of Madness. I'm... I'm nervous, though. I'm already starting to get burnt out on the multiverse. Oh my gosh, wait. Hold on, that segues perfectly. Um, To quickly talk about the Venom Mm -hmm. post-credit scene, yeah, it literally exists just to set up... um, It's just for Sony... The symbiote... 
No, it it's no, Sony it exists to set up the symbiote being in the MCU Ugh. or the Sony timeline or wherever they want to go from here. It was housekeeping. Um, it was. <laughs> Yeah, and like it was really hype for people like me who saw the Venom Let There Be Carnage end credit scene where he does get whisked into the MCU. Um, but to 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 go back to your Marvel burnout thing, uh, Marvel burnout affected how much I enjoyed this movie. Yeah, because like at the beginning of the year, I was like, oh man, we get to see Spider Man, and then we get through Black Widow and Shang Chi and Loki and WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier and What If and Hawkeye, and now I'm like and Eternals. <laughs> oh yeah, Eternals. Totally forgot that movie existed. Um, and then there's like, oh yeah, we get to see Spider Man. Great. It's I mean, like... I was excited to go see it, but it wasn't like End Game level no. excitement. I was very excited, um, but I haven't been watching Hawkeye. So, like, the Marvel burnout is so real. The saturation of Marvel this year has been wild. Um, and they're not slowing they're down not for slowing next year. Down. That's the problem. It's, it's not like... It's not like 2019, where we got all of that Marvel stuff, and then they stopped for all of 2020, and then came back this year super hard. There's no break next year. We're still getting three movies. And here's uh-huh. the thing. Marvel Burnout used to not be a thing. Because they used to release three or four movies in the same year every year. That used yeah. to be their release cycle. Is like, oh, we get a new Marvel movie every you know every spring, summer, yeah. <laughs> fall, winter. But now that there's shows in between, it's starting to feel like a burnout. It's the and kind of, that's the problem. That's the problem. And it's like... I can't... It's getting increasingly harder to be a diehard Marvel fan because I don't have the time to watch everything. I cannot right. watch every episode of Hawkeye before before um, No Way Home or before... Each, like, I can't watch every episode of this. And I think part of the reason... I was so excited for No Way Home is Marvel had started to be disappointing me to the point where like No Way Home was the before No Way Home. The last thing Marvel made that I was excited for, like legitimately excited for was Loki. And I wasn't excited for Loki until the second episode was done. Mm -hmm. So I think Marvel is like starting to throw in some filler and I don't like I don't like the way that's going. So, what can you do? But also, like, it's just getting so hard to re- like everything Marvel does. Yeah. Uh, my general uh, to wrap up my general thoughts here before we dive into our deeper spoiler discussion. Just oh, because uh. um, remember, this all tangented off of me talking about my general thoughts. Uh, yeah. Overall, I would say this movie for me probably a six out of ten. And okay. it's so weird because I feel I feel like I'm missing something. I feel like I'm the one who's the odd one out here because like you and everyone on Twitter is like, oh my gosh, this is the best movie I've ever seen. This is top ten best mm-hmm. Marvel movie ever made. And I'm like, I don't. I just don't understand how you can look at No Way Home, and then look at every other Marvel movie and say this is their peak. This I is don't where think peaked. it's the peak. I and don't I'm like, think it's that the peak. doesn't make any sense. Did you not watch Infinity War? Did you not watch Endgame? Did you not watch Thor Ragnarok? Like, where have you been? Okay, so that's a good point. Ragnarok might be the peak, <laughs> but... Nah, um, I say Infinity War and Endgame. 
I consider that, even yeah. though it's two separate movies, I consider them one movie. Well, they're essentially the same. Um, and they're a package deal. Yeah. You have to watch both. That was the, yeah, that was the peak. I don't think No Way Home is Marvel's peak by any means. No. Do I think, I think, now this is what I will say. I think it has its problems like every movie does, but if you can suspend your disbelief and watch with context, it is one of the greatest comic book movies ever made, just solely because of how epic the gathering of all those people are. Yeah. Yeah, solely based on how epic the gathering of characters is. It will go down as one of the best comic book movies of all time. No Way Home or Endgame? No Way Home. No. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We're going to have to agree to disagree on that one. Yeah. Please tell Um, us what you think because... Yeah, no, that's going to be the question of the day is like, what did you think of No Way Home? Um, I'm going to say try to keep it spoiler free or like, well, here's the thing. Um, when you post replies, people can see your replies publicly. Mm-hmm. So it's basically like a comment section on the podcast. Yes. So I'm going to post a question down below in the description on Spotify. Sorry, everyone else who listens, but 62% of our listenership comes from Spotify. Sad. So <laughs> down in the description, there will be a question that says, what was your favorite part of No Way Home? Keep it spoiler free if you can. If not, I don't oh, well. know. I mean, if you got to this point, you've obviously either yeah. been spoiled about everything or you've seen the movie, so I guess yeah. it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, Overall, now, I would say, thought about it, everything, No Way Home for me gets like... A you already n- gave it a 10 out of 10. I already gave it a 10 out of 10, but that was like really high. So I was kind of on a... I was kind of high. Are you readjusting for inflation? I'm readjusting. <laughs> readjusting I mean, for deflation? inflation. Sorry. Um, I would say either eight or nine out of 10, probably eight. Yeah. I'm sticking with a six. I actually think I'm going to change my letterbox review to a three, three and a half. No. Yep. Too late. It's already done. (sighs) Speaking of which, um, our next episode coming out next week is a year in, uh, like year end review. And Mm -hmm. I talked about my 2021 films ranked, but I noted that I hadn't seen no way home yet. And then on this episode, because we already recorded that one. Um, that I was going to tell you guys where I put No Way Home on my 2021 list. It did not break top 10. It got 11 um, in terms of the movies I've seen. Now, there are some other 2021 movies that I'm going to watch over Christmas break Mm -hmm. before the end of the year. And we will see if it gets any lower because Uh, of how good those films are. We'll see. I doubt it. You could post the final ranking on Instagram. Yep. Um, final ranking will go year. up on Instagram if anything changes. Um, so I have nothing well, else to say about this movie. I, I honestly didn't think this was going to be a full episode. I thought we were going to go on for like a half hour. But then again, it is Spider-Man. So. Spooderman. The biggest, how do you talk about the biggest hype train for any movie I've seen in theaters for 30 minutes? <laughs> Come on. That's fair. I think this yeah. is also the first episode we've done a Marvel movie review. Like, a first episode dedicated specifically oh. to a Marvel movie. Yeah, you're right, because we've done the series, but there's usually more to talk about. Yeah. Huh. Doctor Strange well, Multiverse of Madness review go. coming in May? Question mark? Uh, Queens! So, yeah. 
as we wrap up here, uh, thank you for listening today. If you want to stay up to date with the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the Nerdiest Podcast. If you have a feedback or question you want to submit, you can do so through the contact us page on our website or the question down in the description on Spotify. I have a feedback. No, if you enjoy what you're listening here, give five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen. Because you can... When is the Spotify ranking thing coming out? Because you can actually... I have no clue. Anchor Anchor posted about it the other day that like, oh, you can rate podcasts on Spotify now. But like I've tried to go through and rate <laughs> podcasts and it's not working yet. Yeah. So it's one of those things that like it'll get rolled out eventually. Eventually. But it is coming. So yeah. And the best way for us to grow really is word of mouth. So send your friends, ask them their opinions and just let us know what you think because... I lost my train of thought. Tell your friends. (laughs) Again, thank you for listening, and we hope to see you in the next episode. Peace. Out. Uh, Bye.